Welcome to Not Quiet, Just Thinking. I'm your host, Gabby, and this is the podcast where I tell my story in hopes that it can inspire you to share yours as well. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Not Quiet, Just Thinking. I'm so excited to have you here on Wednesday for a special episode. As you may know, today's episode is part of a mini-series that started on Monday. Today's episode and then Friday's episode are going to be connected through a narrative story and message that I'm working toward. So, if you didn't listen to Monday's episode, it's not necessary in order to understand this one, but it will sort of be a continuation within this first intro part. So, if you're interested, go check that out. If not, you're here and that's what's important. So, thank you and I... I can't wait to share today's episode with you. I recorded this a while ago, and I've been saving it for this week. So, in Monday's episode, I talked about how I didn't get into my dream school, and that led me to Temple University. And Temple led me to today's guest, Ashley Owens, who is actually one of my professors. She teaches my personal branding class, and... I can confidently say this is my favorite class I've taken so far just because of how interesting it is and how much I've learned that I didn't really even think I wanted to learn or needed to learn, mostly within the realm of networking and marketing and, of course, branding, since that's what the class is all about. It's just got me thinking and it's helped me shape my professional mindset in the point of my life I'm in right now, and that was just something I wasn't prepared to do but also was what I needed most in the moment so it's just been such a great class and Ashley on top of that is so smart and motivational and I have learned so so much from her and even in today's interview you'll see how kind and supportive and inspirational she is her authentic light shines through in in everything that she says and does so I I can't wait to introduce you to Ashley and I will say this right off the bat that I will be linking to Ashley's social media in the episode description as well as a short networking class that I took through Temple and it is so great. If you are in college right now or just working on yourself professionally, I would recommend this class no matter what career path you're going down because it is so great and yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. So this is actually one of the classes on my spring semester schedule so I'm you know currently still in the class and what's really interesting is I wasn't originally scheduled to take this class at all because I was planning to go back to campus but due to some um, unexpected circumstances with my mom's treatment I made the decision to stay home both because I wanted to be with her and support her as she continued with her journey fighting breast cancer but also because I was not mentally in a, a state where I wanted to be back on campus. I needed to take a break. I needed to be home. I needed to be with my family. And first of all, that decision gave me the the time and the space to start this podcast. So it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. But it also forced me to go back and redo my schedule and pick all online classes. And I wasn't really able to take the film classes I was planning on. 
So I had to find classes that interest me that were online. And personal branding happened to be one of them. So I wasn't even originally going to be in this class. I wasn't ever going to meet Ashley. And I really wouldn't be in the place I am right now. And and I want to elaborate on that a little bit more because Ashley has been a key part of starting this podcast. And I don't even know if she knows it. One detail that I was really focusing in on and obsessing over in planning this podcast was the name. Because I was like, it's something I'm going to be stuck with. It's a huge part of my brand. And I I don't, I don't know what sounds good. I don't know what to go with. I really don't. And I didn't even have many ideas. I decided to go with A Moment with Gabby, which I didn't even like because I thought it sounded kind of basic. But I went with it and I posted an episode... And I, I, like, I published the podcast. It was out there. And I didn't tell anyone about it because I didn't. I didn't want anyone to listen to it. I wasn't happy with the name. I wasn't happy with the first episode. It just didn't feel right. And I'm very intuitive in that way. And because it didn't feel right, I took it down. I decided to take a step back and really rethink everything. And, and right around this time, I had a one-on-one meeting with Ashley to talk about my career goals and plan for the final project which, by the way, is making a website. Isn't that, like, the coolest final project ever? So, yeah, I'll be posting a website soon. You can check out um, to see some more of my work. But I, I had this meeting with her, and we were talking about the podcast after I went in detail of wanting to be a writer and talking about mental health and all that. And I said, you know, it's something I'm still thinking about. I don't really know. And Ashley said, let's figure this out right now. What's the name? And I sort of froze and I said, um, well, I have a moment with Gabby, which I don't really like, but there's this other name that my mom and I have been sort of going back and forth about, which is not quiet, just thinking. I started, you know, to, to shut that one down too. And Ashley said, no, I love that. And it was funny because I really liked that name too. And so did my mom. It was, like I said, it was like a combined effort of figuring it out, but I wasn't sure if other people would like that or if it would make sense and but Ashley said I love that go with that and also I want you to have your first episode posted by Monday so you can share it with the class and again I don't even know if she like knows how important that moment was for me that was the push I needed just having someone so successful tell me like okay just go do it like get it done (laughs) that was so so great and I I went and I changed the names not quite just thinking and I recorded an episode that I genuinely felt passionate about and felt good about and I posted it and now we're here and this project has been going on for almost two months because I'm really running on the mindset of just just do it just go out there and be authentic just keep pushing yourself to do what you want If there's anything I've learned and if there's anything I want you to get out of this podcast is that I believe the key to success in any way, mainly professionally and for me creatively, is finding that balance between pushing yourself and going for what you want and taking advantage of your opportunity and chasing after those dreams and stepping outside of your comfort zone at every possible chance to push yourself as well as really taking a step back and progressing more slowly through your day, through your schedule, and taking the moment to reflect and work on yourself 
and genuinely figure out who you are. I know those two things are sort of contradictory because it's like, you know, hurry up and do it and also slow down and really think about everything you're doing. But I promise you there is a balance. There is a way to do that. And that's not something I can tell you. It's an individual journey and it's something you will figure out. And I'm so, so thankful that Ashley provided insight into that whole topic today by helping us better understand what it means to have a brand and how to be more confident, which is another big theme for this week, in professional spaces, as well as she offered some amazing tips on taking care of your mental health and prioritizing self-care within a busy professional work-based schedule. So without further ado, please welcome Ashley Owens. Hi everyone, my name is Gabby and welcome back to Not Quiet, Just Thinking. So today we actually have a guest with us. We have a very exciting interview with Ashley Owens. And Ashley, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, Gabby, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you gave me the chance to come on and talk to you and your audience here. Um, and a little bit about me. So I am a a Gabby's professor. I teach uh, personal branding and I also teach advertising sales. I run a department at a tech company called uh, Flowchat. I'm the director of customer success. I have my own business that's called Ashley Assists and I'm a networking concierge. So that means I train individuals, teams, and associations how to network effectively. I speak at conferences. I talk to teams all the time, corporate organizations, and I train individuals on how to do these things. And then I also have a couple TV shows. So I worked in Philadelphia for a long period of time and I interviewed people on how to network effectively. So I've got three jobs. Very tired all the time, lots of coffee all the time. So I am thrilled to talk to you about mental health and and all the things that you're going to be talking about today. So thank you again for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. I'm so excited for our conversation. Yeah. So um, as you said, I'm in your personal branding class and I was wondering, could you just explain to the audience what it means to have a brand and to build a brand? Um, I know a lot of our listeners are 18 to 22. So that's something that you know, they'll need to start thinking about as they begin their professional career. So yeah, if you could just share your opinion on that. Sure. So personal branding is a very subjective term, I think. I mean, I could teach you guys. And one of the things I wanted to make very clear about the class in the beginning was everything's going to change in a year, but your personal brand is going to stay the same, but it's going to evolve. It's not necessarily going to change so much that you're going to completely rebrand yourself. Um, at, when I started the business about six years ago, I honestly, I watched the, the show. Have you ever seen Scandal? I haven't. No. Okay. So, so Olivia Pope, Carrie Washington's character, she's, you know, she's a powerhouse, right? And I was figuring out what I wanted my personal brand to be because I had worked in corporate for so long and I didn't really have an understanding of what a personal brand was. I just thought it was just like who I needed to be. So I watched Scandal for three months before I started the business. And I said, I want to be that. And her persona was very much like get everything done, very efficient. She was a powerhouse in her own right because my confidence wasn't there. So I used her as a muse to be able to form what now is Ashley Assist, which has given me the opportunities to do the things that I do now. So when it comes to building a personal brand, what you're doing is you're presenting yourself to to the world with intention. Um, I just had a meeting this morning with a wonderful woman who was talking about how she's looking to get a new position And she was looking at building a personal brand, but she didn't know how to communicate her her, or celebrate her achievements. And she's been written in the New York Post. I mean, she's got all these great certifications and things like that. And I told her, I said, 
no one, no one is going to share these with the world except for you. No one's going to, you have to make them listen because in a world where there's so much noise, you got to make them listen. So, um, you know, when you are building a personal brand, you're building how you view the world and how you want the world to view you. You're showing up every day to be yourself. You're showing up with intention to be yourself. And so what, what is that? And if you're selling a product or a service, you're going out for that job. What is that branding look like? And how do, how do you want people to feel when you leave the room? That is the foundation of personal branding. So that's why I hope to, you know, teach you guys to make sure you understand that that could change. But, you know, the whole point is to present yourself to the world with intention. Yeah, I love that. And um, coming into your class, I think my understanding of branding was mainly, you know, just trying to be something you're not. And I was always, my goals were like, okay, I'll be a writer when I have more money or when I have more followers or when I know more about writing or film in general. So I think in your class, learning that branding is just being my authentic self and, and portraying that. And like you said, finding a way to, you know, make the world perceive me in that way is, I think that's really important. And yeah, I wanted to express that. And something that you say all the time that really inspires me is people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So, you know, as I'm trying to build my brand and build a community, I'm realizing that by just talking about the things I'm passionate about, I'm gaining followers and supporters that care about the same things and are there because they appreciate who I am. Um, and going into our next you know, point of conversation, I think that has built it, helped me build my confidence um, because I'm not worried about doing something that someone else will like, but more just doing what I like and knowing that there are going to be people that support me for that. So also I wanted to ask you, you know, do you have any advice for building confidence? Because I think as we, especially with social media, and as we try to put our authentic self out there, it can be really intimidating because you're worried about what people are going to think. And yeah, it's scary. So I just, do you have any advice for being more confident in that space? Sure. I think what helped me make this decision to, to, to try to portray the world, my authenticity, it was, it was often hindered because of the environments that I was in. So that was a very, um, not harsh, but it was a very like kick in the face learning experience to be like, I've tried everything else. I've tried being the corporate person. I tried being the personal assistant. I tried being, and nothing ever seemed like I was ever, it felt like I was faking it. It felt like my personality was faking it, but that was the environment that I was in that required that sort of, you know, persona. And it never felt right, but I also for years didn't think that being authentic was something I was allowed to do. The quirkiness, the, the silliness, the, the, the laughter, the, the, the casual conversation, there's a time and a place obviously for that. And I under, know how to be professional, that my values and, and that my voice was always being succumbed by somebody who was louder or a male, frankly. And so it got to the point where I was so, so angry with how I had let myself get to that point where I couldn't, I didn't have my own voice. To build the confidence is going to come from a couple different areas. Now, I'm not a subject matter expert in confidence. I have not been confident until I started the business because it forced me to take ownership of how I feel and ownership of my own. It, it, it forced me to be in control of my own life, you know, from the very, very beginning. It wasn't depicted by somebody else. 
But my decision-making skills come in from a couple of different areas that are typically emotional. So when I started the business, it was because I was so pissed off that I tried everything else. And that was, that was the only other route that I could take. It, it felt like I was kind of pushed into a corner. It's like, everything is telling you no here. Why don't you bet on yourself? And then I heard something from a couple of um, uh, online influencers. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk is a big influencer of mine. I can only take him in strides now, but in the beginning, it was very helpful for me to kind of get off my butt and really kind of think about what I wanted. And the one thing that kind of clicked for me as I was kind of dabbling in this was you don't have to ask for anybody's permission. And that was something I never heard before. So when I learned that that was something that was even acceptable in the working environment, it, be, it clicked so hard and almost took me out because it was, I had always been in a support role. I had always been in an environment where I always had to have my work checked. And it was a, a testament to, you don't have to ask for permission to do things anymore. And I kept seeking that in my partner, in my family, in my friends. And because I didn't want to take ownership of my own decisions because I was afraid of failing. So the confidence came from ripping the bandaid off, going in, knowing full well it's going to fail on this one thing, but I wanted to try it and then figure it out. So I learned by doing. I also learned by reading and watching and things like that. But when you take back an opportunity to observe something and watch how somebody does it, practice at it, and then take it to market, it's going to feel a lot better. And you're going to feel a lot more confident about your craft because you've practiced it in some capacity. But if you triple down on your strengths instead of trying to overcome every single weakness, it becomes a lot easier to be more confident because you're not trying to overcome every single thing you know you're never going to be good at. I am never going to be good at math. Never. I'm going to hire, I'm going to work very hard to make sure I can pay a CPA to do those things, right? But I didn't always have the cash to do that. So I figured out on my own, you know, very stubborn trying to handle it. The confidence comes from being affirmed in the risks that you take. So the network that I built affirmed my ideas. Or they brainstormed with me my ideas. I said, that's a great idea. Have you thought about doing this? Oh, here's a resource for you. So it was speaking my ideas into existence, working with people that I trusted to, to help me frame out th this idea to, to take it to market. And then once I took it to market, I had a whole support system and I knew that it wouldn't fail. And even if it did, they'd be like, ah, no problem. We failed too. Actually, I failed last week. What did you do? I don't know. I lost $100,000. I'm sorry. What? Right. So it's like there's there's so many different variations of failure. and People are very fearful of that. So, you know, to your point, though, like, how do you build confidence? You built the way that I did it, because I'm not a I'm not a subject matter expert in confidence. The way that I did it is I, I knew how to get up from getting punched in the face. I knew how to fight fight for my voice to be heard, fight for, for attention, fight for, like I knew in my, in my heart, I knew how to fight for, for something, but I never fought for me. And once I started to fight for me, it became a very different conversation. I started saying no, I started setting boundaries. I started being very intentional about the people that I met and the things that I did. So it's, it's a mindset shift, but it also comes from if you screw up, there are plenty of opportunities to not. It's not the end of the world, not the end of the world. Yeah, that's really important to remember. And um, going off of that, you mentioned a lot about using other people as a resource to to better yourself and to become more understanding of the industry you're trying to break into. So mm -hmm. a part of confidence for me is communicating with other people and 
be I'm I'm very much an introvert so I think I struggle with confidence in reaching out to people and just building my network in general um so do you have any you know insight on that into that and how you can build your network as you're still trying to work through just fear of of communicating with people and being vulnerable with people you don't really know that well yeah of course so the the people inherently got to understand something that people inherently want to help they want to help you so for example the the woman that i met with today her name is alessa uh, uh caridi and she is a brand new acquaintance of mine she's becoming a very good friend she came from a friend of a friend of a friend and now we're doing all these things together because we understand we can mutually benefit from each other's energies from each other's resources from our experiences and our just our existences and i told her about your podcast today and she goes oh yeah let's be on that doesn't know you doesn't see the credibility she took it from my recommendation even me just bringing it up was enough for her so when you're talking about the confidence it's the ask it's not they're gonna if they say no okay no problem at least you asked right so it's not if they say no that's okay that's okay but if they say yes but what if they say yes what if they say yes people inherently want to help you just have to ask those things and they they're building up know the know the like and the trust factor with you so it's just creating this funnel of people that will advocate for you or not in the room by just existing, Gabby. Like you are enough. You don't have to prove to them that you're the best. You don't have to prove anything to them. That's not how this world works anymore. You are enough. And once you recognize that you are enough, that you've got a platform that you're building, of course people want to help. They're going to want to help. Just have to ask. Yeah, thank you. Um, I... I can see that already working, just, you know, reaching out to people in the film industry and just saying, you know, how did you get there and hearing their story? It's not only are they then helping me and, and teaching me, but also sharing that they struggled too. And they went into it not knowing everything and they still don't know everything. So that's helping me just to, to do what I want in terms of, you know, my creativity and not really worrying about it coming out perfectly. I mean, even today I was worried about, you know, is the audio going to be perfect? Like, it doesn't have to be. It's it's something I created. So just, yeah, I think going into it, knowing like, again, going back to the beginning, like, it's my authentic self. So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know everything. And, and that's helps with my confidence a lot. And also showed me that I can reach out to other people who are, you know, I see as professionals and I see as on a whole completely other level, but they're still, you know, struggling with the same thing. So we're yeah. all struggling. We're all struggling. We're all winging it. All of us, all of us, any adult, I'm telling you right now, any adult, and I, now I'm talking to the 18 and 22 year old crowd. I'm 34, just to give context. There are grown people out there doing less than what you guys are doing and they're doing fine. I'm just, it's just about you. You've got nothing else. You only have you. So why not triple down on that? Trying to be somebody else. I did that for 18 years. I'm playing catch up now, but I'm coming out fast and hard. So <laughs> yeah. it's a little aggressive, but it's also me figuring myself out. I started this podcast because that's what I'm doing. I'm figuring myself out. And this is a good opportunity for me to document that and I've gotten so many messages from people who not only want to be on the podcast, but 
who are relating to the content I'm making and who are saying that this is helping them, even if they're, like you said, a grown adult. So I, I think that that's a really big thing for me. And, you know, if you are listening to this and you want to build your brand, I think it's important to remember that you being yourself and putting that into the world can help someone else in a way you can't even expect until you actually do it. So that's why it's so important to just to do that and to not try to be anybody else um, in your content and just to be yourself. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Beautifully said. Beautifully said. You're welcome. You know, when it comes to mental health, it sometimes can be a very uh, sensitive topic for a lot of people, but vulnerability is the key to authenticity. And so you are doing a great job uh, providing that uh, outlet for people like myself, especially in, in business professionals and um, the other people that you're going to have on on uh, on your podcast. But just just know that like people do they want to talk because they don't always get this opportunity to talk about the vulnerabilities or the insecurities or the the, the, the mental health that comes with it. So now I think, you know, you're going to get a lot of people that talk about imposter syndrome. And that is a something that is fluid in every entrepreneur, everybody in general. And it's about feeling, for those of you who don't know, that imposter syndrome is about feeling like an imposter, that you're that you're um, cheating the world and, and pretending to be something better than what you're able to do. That happens with everyone because we're still figuring it out. So my advice in that instance with imposter syndrome is to recognize and surround yourself with people who are similar to you um, in, in where they are in their businesses and have these like hour long meetings every month of just like, here's what's going on. And then somebody's gonna have, oh, I dealt with that last week, here's how I fixed it. And now you're working together for the better, for, a, for better growth. So building a network, building a personal brand and you know what you're doing Gabs is just so good. It's so good. And you're gonna have, I'll send you a thousand people if you want. I'll get I you. I would love that. I'd be happy to. Thank so, you. As we talk about, you know, vulnerability and authenticity, I think it's also, I wanted to ask you um, how you manage your mental health in this space, because not only in the aspect of it can be really challenging to be vulnerable, but also just having a busy schedule and having all these things come up, it can be challenging to find a way to take care of your mental health. So I was wondering if you could share how you do that for yourself. Sure. It's a constant battle and shift and change all of the time. I don't have a full answer, but I can tell you things that I do to help my mental health is to start setting boundaries of the things that I will and won't give my energy to. Mostly it's been with people. So in the last few months since I moved, so I moved from Philadelphia to, to Austin, Texas. And so my uh, friend group kind of dwindled down to, to a smaller component, uh, which has been great. But it's also, I miss my friends that, uh, in Philadelphia. I miss my network, but I still continue to chat with them and connect with them. I dedicate my time, if it's not serving me in some positive energy, um, some potential opportunity, if I don't feel like it's a hell yeah, like I want to meet with this person, then I no longer put my energy to it. 
I give so much in a conversation when I meet with somebody new and I give so much as my energy, my time, my, uh, my experience to somebody that unless they're providing me with that same or similar kind of energy where we're both on the same page, I no longer entertain those conversations. And it's not because I don't like them. It's because they don't serve me like I would serve them. And this doesn't have to be in, an, in, a, in a tactical or tangible thing. It's more of like the energy wise. Um, I'm getting better at saying no. I'm getting better at taking breaks throughout the day. In fact, my girlfriend, Alessa, who you will have on the show, she has a dog and she said, hey, would you want to wash this dog for 10 days? And I thought, well, you know what? That's going to get me out of my apartment. So I said, yes. So I'm going to now go outside three times a day because I have to because of this dog. I drink more water. I get more sleep. I try to read as much as possible. I listen to a lot of music to help me. Um, I make sure I have a routine in the morning, but it's a struggle. I'm not, I'm being completely honest. It's a, it's a, it's a big struggle considering I, I work three full-time positions. Um, but what I, has been helpful is, is um, taking out the people in my life that did not serve me the way that I served them and really surrounding myself with people that bring me the most joy and even if they gave me no monetary value, just joy. Like this morning, again, I had a meeting with Alessa and another woman, her name is Anika. And we chatted for about an hour and a half. And I am in, have so much energy, so much love in my heart, so much joy in my heart that that's going to help me crush the rest of my goals throughout the day. So it's it's choosing the, the time, the space to be present because when you're present, because as an introvert, your energy gets depleted with a lot of people. So this is even more important for my introverts out there is to be very specific about, specific about your boundaries, who you spend your time with, who you incorporate into your life, because that's going to definitely catapult it into a different direction, depending on who's taking out your energy. And you're allowed to say no. Um, but the mental health is, is, is incredibly important. Um, and it's a challenge for me. Um, because I was living in chaos for a, a long time in Philadelphia, because you remember, you know, in Philly, like our, our city blew up the last two years and we have COVID and all those things. So I had to learn how to, um, stop. No one can see me because it's a podcast, but I learned how to stop being so tense and start to recognize that silence isn't failure or calm isn't failure. That's peace. I'm feeling not unsettled, like not being unsettled. It's peace. And I, my, my, I haven't been in that ever because of how many times I've changed jobs and like where I'm at and like my business and things. Like that. So now I'm trying to relearn how to be at peace, which I have to constantly remind myself is not a bad thing. Like I can just sit here. I don't have to, I don't have to do, I can sit here and listen to music and that's okay. I don't have to be on my phone. I'll be responding to emails. I can just be at peace. And so I'm constantly retraining my brain to be okay with that. So yeah, it's a constant um, uh, mindset shift, um, but you work on it every day and it's just like playing a sport, right? You have to keep, keep going at it. I need to get back to the gym. I can tell you that much. So I need to get my, my tail back to the gym, but I have a, I'm making an excuse right now. I've got a chest cold. That's uh, refraining me from getting to the gym tabs, but we'll see, see if I can get down there this week. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I definitely relate to trying to build boundaries in my life. I think something I'm working on right now that's kind of small, but just keeping my phone away from me after, like, at the end of the day when I'm 
we just want to watch TV and just relax. Like I'm done with meetings, but I still am tempted to go back and like finish an assignment or check my email or post something on social media. But I just try to, you know, set my phone on the other side of the room so I don't don't have to think about it and just, you know, be alone for a little bit. So I think that's helping my mental health a lot because it's just decompressing at the end of the day. And yeah, I just I wanted to share that. And thank you for giving us some tips to take care of our mental health a little bit better. Sure. And I'm not a mental health professional, but you're providing a fantastic way for people to talk about it here. So this is great. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. And I, I've been really overwhelmed in the last few weeks, um, which it's all like, I have a lot of really positive things happening. I'm, you know, being more active on social media and have a lot of classwork to do. And I haven't shared this on the podcast yet, but I started an internship and so it's taking up a lot of time, but it's all great things. And I, I think I've gotten really caught up in that excitement. And like I said, it's all, you know, positive, but I still have to find time to step away from all that. So yeah, that's really important as well. Routines definitely help, especially when you've got multiple things that you're juggling. So if you have a nice routine in the morning and even at night, even if it's like, I don't feel like showering, shower, take that time, put some music on, like that's, that's usually the time I shower. I do a whole, like, like moisturize the whole thing, listen to some music that actually is because I'm still doing something with my hands. So I still feel like I'm doing something, but it also is a time for me to kind of be at peace, not be with my phone. It helps. So, but yeah, take your time and it's going to be a constant learning experience, constant. So there's no right way. There's no wrong way, but I think having your phone away is a huge deal. Huge. Yep. It's a good habit to get into. Yep. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome, honey. Have a great day. Let me know if there's anything else you need and I'll see you on Monday. Yeah. See ya. Thank you all so much for listening today. And thank you again to Ashley for speaking with me today. You are amazing and I enjoyed this so much. So thank you so much. Once again, I did link Ashley's class in the episode description, as well as some other links that can help you learn more about Ashley and her business. So please check those out. I also have my social media linked in the description, so please, if you want to reach out to me just to talk or if you're interested in being on the show, if you are interested in starting your own podcast and want me to help you out, I would love to hear anything you have to say to me, so please reach out to me and I will see you on Friday for a continuation of this week's mini-series exploring the topic of meant-to-be while talking about confidence and self-care and finding out who you are and, and everything else that we are discussing on this podcast. So thank you for listening. I'll see you on Friday. I'm Gabby. This is Not Quiet, Just Thinking. Music by Daniel Behrens.